In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Everlasting God, you have ordained and constituted the service of angels and men in a wonderful order. Mercifully grant that as your holy angels always serve and worship you in heaven, so by your appointment they may also help and defend us here on earth. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the Feast of St. Michael and all angels is from the book of the prophet Daniel, the 10th chapter. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come because of your words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision refers to many days yet to come. At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. And at that time your people shall be delivered, every one who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The second reading is from the Revelation of St. John, the twelfth chapter. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, 
and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 18th chapter. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, Cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hellfire. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones, For I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. This is the word of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and of all things, visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. 
Amen. O God, the Son, eternal, thy dread might, send forth Saint Michael and the hosts of heaven, and from the realms of light, cast down in burning fight, Satan's rebellious host to darkness given. Thine angels, Lord, we bless with thankful lays, dwelling with thee above yon depths of sky, who mid thy glories blaze. Heaven ceaseless anthems raise, and gird thy throne in faithful ministry. We celebrate their love whose viewless wing hath left for us so oft their mansion high the mercies of their King to mortal saints to bring, or guard the couch of slumbering infancy. But thee, the first and last, we glorify, who, when thy world was sunk in death and sin, not with thine hierarchy, the armies of the sky, but didst with thine own arm the battle win. Therefore, with angels and archangels, we to thy dear love our thankful chorus raise, and tune our songs to thee, who art and art to be, and endless as thy mercy sound thy praise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This is the word of the Lord. On the one hand, the angels of God are not greater than man. They are brothers of sorts, created by God just as man himself was created. But angels are lesser beings than man. They are not created in the image and likeness of God. 
God does not become an angel to redeem fallen creation. He becomes man. Homo factus est. God has been made man, as the creed says. God does not give dominion over all created things to the angels, but to man. The angels serve God by serving man, submitting to him as one to whom God has given authority and as one who bears the divine image and likeness, even if now imperfectly and yet awaiting glory. On the other hand, the angels of God are, in a sense, greater than man. The angels are much wiser than man. They live before the face of God and his throne, a place of certain incineration for man not yet changed to be like God. The angels do not sin, but live instead in the perfect holiness of God. They are spiritual beings, corporeal ideas, active thoughts, persons of the divine mind and word. How can man compare? But that is in itself a problematic question, for it is a question of greatness, like that over which the disciples squabble. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? There is no comparison between angels and man. You are not called to be like an angel, nor are the angels charged with being like man. Neither angels nor man are called to be the greatest. Each is called to the simple yet beautiful task of giving glory to God. Both angels and man alike are called to be like God, to be like the spiritual word made tangible flesh, Jesus Christ. The life in Christ is not about greatness, even as it is great. It is a life of simple, humble submission. It is the life of a child, yielding to the love of its father, enjoying simply the great wonder of the world the Father has made, praising the Father for his great works, and relishing the abundance of gifts the Father provides. On that front, there is a war, as St. John witnessed and revealed. War broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought. This heavenly conflict is fought over a simple question. Who is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus says the one who is humble is the greatest, for he will be lifted up, exalted by the Father to be like God in image and likeness. Who better to be exalted than man, 
created from the beginning in God's image and likeness, and given that exalted authority of dominion over all created things. Who of man, but the Son of man, the Word of God, is true image and likeness in which man is formed. But no, for Satan will not have a graduated animal for a master. God he will serve because he must, but man he will not. The spiritual beings are greater than the beasts of matter, of earth and flesh. Satan will not be humble, so Satan cannot be great. Greatness is something that may only be given, never taken, never demanded. Therefore, war, rebellion, the conquest for greatness, and the battle to determine who is the greatest in the kingdom. But it is a war whose outcome is predetermined. Jesus is Lord. He is greatest by right. Whomever he exalts simply is exalted. The devil cannot assert his will over God's. He cannot make himself great, nor can he make himself greater than the God who made him. Who is the greatest in heaven? The one who is least. There is no place in heaven for those who are great, only for little children. Little children do not know about greatness, nor do they care. They know about being loved, and they want it. God wants children, not partners. Satan, however, knows not what to do with love. He does not want children. He wants slaves. He wants to be the greatest. Thus, Satan and his host did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. The chronology of St. John's revelation, over which many well-meaning individuals argue, is not so easy to argue about, because there is no conclusion. It is an exercise in the futility of trying to understand time, as does the God who is outside of time. St. John's revelation is a timeline, but it is a timeline of what has been, what is and what shall be, all converging, not one greater than the other, but all simply together in one writhing mass. This means that the war that did rage still rages. St. Paul writes, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. 
Satan is cast out of heaven like lightning to the earth. But the battle still rages. Who will be the greatest? Man in God's image and likeness or the angelic beings now fallen? The answer, neither. For Christ is preeminent. He is I am, and he is greatest. He is victorious. The humble bows the knee to him and is exalted. The mighty who stands against him is cast down from his throne. The glory of the holy angels is Christ. The victory of St. Michael and the angels is the cross of Christ. This victory also serves as the great weapon in the great war on earth, the sword of the Spirit. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Jesus makes man in his image and likeness and redeems man by becoming man and dying for man as man. In Jesus, the angels of God continue to fight the battle that he has won. They do not seek to be great. They seek to offer service to him who is great, a service they render by serving you. The prophet Daniel, like St. John, proclaims what is revealed to him. Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and at that time your people shall be delivered, every one who is found written in the book. The holy angels come to your aid. They watch over you to defend you. The war cry upon their lips is glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. For Christ, the weapon, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, is the victory. He is the truth against all deceit. He is the light no demonic darkness can overcome. He is the greatest in the kingdom, for he is the kingdom, and he has died to win the kingdom. The angels do nothing but point to him. They do not seek greatness for themselves or for you. They do not wish that you would look at them, but across them to him who is their victory and yours, Christ Jesus. They always see his face, who alone is their glory, and their only desire is that you would see it always as well and fight the good fight with their aid and by Christ's holy victory. Who is the greatest in the kingdom? Not Satan, for he sought to be, and he has been cast out. Not St. Michael, or any of his host, for they only seek to serve those beloved by God. Not you, for you are the sons of Adam and the daughters of Eve, 
more like but still subject to the Lord. It is the child who is the greatest. To be specific, the Christ child, beloved by the Father. He is the ultimate example of lowly raised on high, humble made greatest. He is made man. He is born for man. He is crucified for man. He descends to hell for man. He rises with man. The dragon is defeated by this gospel that is Christ and him proclaimed. The angels know it, and they would have you know it too, so that you may with them live it, and so that with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, you may claim victory and sing with all reverent humility, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God and our Lord Christ Jesus, and for all people according to their needs. For the Spirit to preserve the Church, his own creation, for defense against all heresies and schisms, for peace and unity, for strength of faith, resolve of will, and boldness of confession among all Christians, for a right desire for purity and sanctity, for Christ to dwell in every home by prayer, and for an increase in devotion among the saints of God, let us pray to the Lord. For the work of the holy angels in pointing to and delivering Christ to man, for their defense over all, for right lives of faith, sanctification, clarity, and love, that our guardian angels may not be driven away from us, and for the strength to combat the spirit of this age in the victory of man and angel that is the cross of Christ, let us pray to the Lord. For all who suffer for the sake of the gospel, that the body of Christ, yet separated by land and sea, may remain united in fasting, prayer, and devotion. Let us pray to the Lord. For a spirit of love and charity to abound within this nation, for prosperity and peace, for an end to all sedition, rebellion, hatred, and scorn, for wisdom to all who rule, especially to Joseph, our president, and Michael, our governor, that they may lead in honesty for the betterment of our people, for truth and justice, for the defense of the innocent, and for concord among all nations, let us pray to the Lord. For deliverance from every sin, error, evil, discord, and strife, for an end to all war and bloodshed, for the work of God to chasten and to heal, for true humility in faith, for the conversion of the pagans and the return of the apostate, for the destruction of the proud and the upright, and blessing to the meek, and for repentance and grace to our persecutors, slanderers, and enemies, let us pray to the Lord. For mercy to the sinful, for provision to the innocent, the widow, the orphan, the homeless, the abused, 
and the needy, for the comforter to heal the downtrodden, to raise up the brokenhearted, to embrace all victims of violence, suffering, and disaster, to give joy to the depressed, and to grant peace to the anxious. Let us pray to the Lord. For the defense of the innocent and the just, for our youth, that their learning may be safeguarded from the blasphemy of worldliness, and for all teachers, that they may be encouraged in all right endeavors to educate the youth in all truth, with all integrity, and against all falsehood. And for the protection and preservation of them all, let us pray to the Lord. For the healing touch of Christ, our good physician, for the hands of Christ's healing work, all doctors, nurses, surgeons, emergency responders, and all other medical professionals, for all who suffer ailments of body or soul, especially Shannon, Tanya, Gail, Wilma, Bob, Deb, Cindy, and Chris, for those near death, for comfort to those who mourn, and for peace to all who have departed in the faith in the eager expectation of the resurrection of the body, let us pray to the Lord. We give you thanks, Holy Father, for your holy name, which you have caused to dwell within our hearts, and for the knowledge of faith and immortality that you have made known to us through Jesus, your servant. Remember your church, O Lord, to deliver it from all evil and to make it perfect in your love. From the four winds, gather the church that has been sanctified into your kingdom, which you have prepared for it. For yours is the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.